Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. This Sunday, Peter Moffat's ambitious new drama, The Village, starts on BBC One. In this special episode, Luke chats to one of the stars, Nico Michalegro, about the challenges of filming a period piece, working with Maxine Peake and John Sim, and the success of E4 comedy, My Mad Fat Diary. It's the Custard TV podcast. We're joined today, or I say we, I'm the only one in the room. I'm joined today by Nico Michalegro. Star, or one of the stars, of new BBC One period drama, The Village, which is going to be out on Easter Sunday at 9pm. First of all, Nico, Easter Sunday is quite a big deal, isn't it, for this? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like a, I mean, it's a brilliant day to put it out because, um, you know, I mean, obviously it's cold at the moment, so hopefully people will be inside watching it. Um, But Easter Sunday is a nice day because, you know... You, you sit around with your family eating chocolate, um, and you know what better way to do to to watch uh, the village this this Sunday? The trailers have been really interesting and really sort of quaintly English as well. That that nice music underneath it, and you're in it a lot. Yeah, is that have you had much response from that at this early stage? Yeah, the, to be honest, there's, there's been there's been an amazing response from it. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people tweeting me and stopping me saying, oh, I can't wait to see the village and run the advert and it, and it looks wicked. And, and it is really nice to get a response like that because it is a programme that, you know, all of us um, as a production put a lot of like effort in, um, you know, including Antonia, the, the, the director, she was, uh, you know, really worked hard for it. And, and, I, and I think, it, you know, it comes across on screen as a real traditional, authentic piece of British television. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it is exactly what, what it says it is, which is, you know, it's about our society, you know, like through the hundred years, and I, I mean, I, ho- I hope that I hope everyone, you know, loves it. And it must be quite daunting, not only for for Peter Moffat, the writer, that they want to tell the whole story of the twentieth century, and obviously you know how this first series ends. But is it quite daunting for you, knowing that you might be connected to something for quite a long time? Yeah, like that. Yeah, no, obviously, like I mean, when you sort of when you signed up for things. Um, it can be daunting to think for like the, the next five six years because obviously as an actor you you want to try and spread your wings and so there's only so much I could I, I'd be able to do anyway partly because mm. it takes me about three years to grow a beard and in the next in the, in the next series I'd have, I'd have to be you know about seven years older so I mean I don't know how they made that work anyway but no um, I mean if listen if it came along I mean it's it's one of the best things I've ever put my name to so tell us about Joe. He is um, the brother of, of the main character. I mean, we're going back so many years. Did you find him easy to relate to? Me and, and, and young Bill, um, straight straight away, you know, as, we, as soon as we met, it was like, 
I sort of I sort of saw him as a brother straight away, um, and and that was the way like I treated him, and he treated me as like a you know an older brother, and you know even off camera we were always messing around and um, not you know just just sort of getting to know each other and, and stuff because I've got to stick up for him a lot on 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 screen. It, it, that rapport sort of came across, and and it and it was so nice to sort of actually genuinely feel like you know my dad was John Sim and my mum was Maxine Peak and and, mm. and you know and 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 as a family it, it it felt it just felt very real you know whether it's at, whether you know we're, we're sort of standing up eating at the table and um, John my dad is is you know screaming at us. And, it, and you really do feel it, and and it, and, it, and it is really, really harrowing and, and really upsetting to to watch and and to do at the time as well. It wasn't something that was particularly hard. Um, I mean, later on mm. in the series, um, you, you you sort of get to see a different side to Joe um, when he comes back from war, and he's a total different person. And I mean, that that was much more of a challenge um, that, that's coming up in the later episodes. It's very it's very natural um, with you know with the actors like we act um, to sort of be a family. Um, and yeah, it made it a lot easier for me. <laughs> what are the challenges for the production team and for you as an actor in a world without iPhones and iPads and, you know, all that? So, I mean, the last thing we know you from, you were filming in 1996. I just hope you get to film in the modern day one day. I know, yeah. Some... <laughs> I, I seem to have some, some face for period drama. I think my next job might be like another, another butler in Downton Abbey or something. You know? um, no, no, joking. But... It's it's I I personally I I love sort of do, um, doing things in different eras and you know like World War One and um, World War Two with Upstairs Downstairs and like you said with Mad Fat Diary which was set in 1996 uh, you, because you do, you know you get to learn about all these different times and I mean I I didn't know what people got up to in 1914 you know it gives you an education when you read these scripts because you want you want to research and you want to learn about how they lived and, and, and what they got up to and and just little things like that which make it more believable for the audience to watch. Um, sorry, what was the question, Luke? <laughs> what the challenges were of filming in 19, of filming and making it 1914 as opposed to, you know, taking cars out of the equation yeah, and yeah. all the modern technology, did you... I mean, I mean... Was that a bit odd? Yeah, it was slightly odd, it was slightly odd, but it was nothing that was sort of that I'd never sort of um, reached for before. Obviously, you are filming, and you do know you're filming. But, I mean, with a director like Antonia Bird and the producer we had with Emma, they were really on hand to every step of the way to sort of help us. And, uh, you know, if we, if we were ever in stuck for any, you know, information that we needed back in the day, it, it was always there. So, I mean, there wasn't really that many challenges. The, 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 the biggest challenge was that we were filming in the Peak District, which is hard for any crew. You have got to slug, mm. you know, slug up mountains with cameras and lighting equipment, and and, it, and it's hard for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, it becomes more enjoyable. I, I'd rather be doing that than stuck in a busy city centre doing a scene there. And I'd imagine the lake scene was particularly difficult from <laughs> from another point of view, 1914 or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! As, as, as I've said a few times now, I'm still, still very much traumatized by that lake. I was hoping your next role might be like open water too, <laughs> or something. That's what I want to see you doing. Well, I, I've heard they're going to do a spin-off, just just me in the lake. You know, <laughs> um, it, it, it was a funny one actually in the lake because you know it. it when I, when I read the script, it was such a sweet scene and such a beautiful, you know, intimate scene with me and my brother, and I'm teaching him to swim and all these different things going on. And then we we go to do the scene, and it's just 
like absolutely Baltic, like freezing and cold. Just what what you don't want when you're doing a scene like that. And, and bearing in mind, you know, young Bill, he was like eleven at the time, and and it, you know, what I mean, we, we both had to jump in the lake, and it and it wasn't <sighs> nice. I felt how cold that must have been when we were watching it. It's just incredible. <laughs> well, literally, I mean, I, 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 in 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 the scene, you will see me say a line that I did not actually say on the day. And when when I <laughs> was it? Oh bloody hell! It's cold. <laughs> oh mate, it was it was so cold, like to to a different extreme. Yeah. Like, I've never been that cold before. I put it that way. No. But when 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 I when I go to say the line, I actually just sort of went. <gasps> I did that for about, you know, 20 seconds, and then, I, and then I said to myself, like, look, Nico, get a hold of yourself, get a grip, mm. do this, say the line, and I literally breathed for, like, 10 seconds, and then just, like, came up with this high-pitched squeak out of nowhere, <laughs> it was, like, really embarrassing, but, you know. <laughs> was, that a one, was that one take, they didn't make you do that more than no, once, that, or did that they? that was it, I mean, they dragged me and Bill straight out of it, and, um, and straight into a warm tent after all that, and... Uh, look, looked after us, but uh, you know, rightly so. It was, it was dreadful. <laughs> yeah, because I have to say, when when we went to that screening, it's rare for me not to know uh, what a program's about. You know, I read all the press releases and I sort of prejudged it, thinking it was going to be very twee and very period drama. It's actually very dark. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Did um, that appeal yeah, to I... you when you read it? There, there's a there's a lot of sides to it, which which is which is lovely because. I mean, not only do you get to see all these lives of like I, I don't know, like twenty-five other people in the village, but you, you mm. also, I mean, you don't you don't just sort of, you know, see them a little bit. You you go you deep you dig into their lives and you see what's you know, um, you see what's really burning away at, at each character. And you know, particularly with with our family, you you, you learn a lot about John Sim and um, and and why and why is you know an alcoholic. Dad, who do loves drinking, mm. and I think it's a really special piece, and and and, and, I, and I've always been stuck with how to describe it. Um, it's a really true British drama, isn't it? And I, I think there's a lot in there for everyone. A lot of people might be initially put off with 1914, thinking that they don't know how they can relate to this, but it's a really dark, intimate piece, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, obviously, when when we were reading the scripts, we you know fr- from that moment they were so powerful and so upsetting and, and very real and raw. Like we 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 sort of knew from the start like how how it was, and and then obviously you meet the director who's Antonia, who's amazing, and and then from there, you, you, I mean, you just know you've sort of you, you've you've you're on to a good thing. That um, but I mean, I, I, it's not something that I would. If I if I saw this as an actor um, as a period drama, and you know it's not something that I would watch a period drama, but the village it, it seems so different. It's not the typical. No, I have to um, agree. I have to. Yeah, agree. Well, I mean it doesn't focus on you know on on the posh side of things um, so much, and I mean and it does it does focus on it, but it's very real and authentic, and and that is something that Peter has created. I very nearly put my foot in it there because I was going to say it's not upstairs downstairs, which of course you were in. Yeah, it so <laughs> it would have been a bit awkward. So we'll just pass through that. Um, John Sim and Maxine Peake—they're big names, and they're going to draw a lot of people in anyway. But what would they like to work with? Do you ever get not starstruck, but sort of in awe of, of people like that because they've been on TV for years yeah. and done yeah. such brilliant work. Well, that, that's it, and, and as well, me, me being a 22-year-old actor, 
my mum brought me up, you know, watching Maxine Peake and, you know, near enough all the stuff she did when she was younger and John Sim as well when he was in the lakes and... Uh, oh, I love the lakes so much. Trace for 24-hour party people. Um, mm. and, and, you know, all these things growing up, I always watched them, so they were two, two of my favourite British actors, literally, that I could possibly, you know, get to work with and they both play my mum and dad, which, like... At the time, I was like, "This, this is pretty crazy to be honest," because I can't, I can't quite believe it that you know these people who, who I'm in, in awe of, I, uh, you know, I mean, I'm working alongside, but they were, they were so lovely and down to earth and 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 really, really nice, genuine people that that you could speak to about you know everything, um, and and still keep in touch, which is nice, you know. And I've got to ask you about uh, a little show you did at the beginning of the year. Don't know if many people saw it because you're not asked about it very often. Uh, My Mad Fat Diary, again, I thought a series about a sort of an overweight teenage girl in 1996 writing a diary and trying to fit in with a group of friends, I thought kind of not for me. Mm. And yet I was absolutely drawn in by it from episode one and really got into it and really looking forward to more. What has the response been to that and have you been surprised by it um yeah it's i mean response has been overwhelming like um but like getting back to what you said i I think that's what a lot of people thought because they saw this advert which you know didn't really describe the show in in the best sort of way and everyone was like yeah um it looks all right it's not really my cup of tea but i'll I'll give it a go for one episode and then you know but by that point the the next time they spoke to me it was like three episodes in and they were like completely hooked knew the characters inside Mm. out and I don't know what Mad Fat Diary does, but it, it sort of, you know, it puts you on such a roller coaster with, with emotions. Like, you know, we constantly you're up and you're down and, and, you, and, you feel, and you're feeling all these different things. And I think that's what the audience can relate to um, with the fact that, you know, we're all, we're all young kids. Mm. It's, it's a very different show. Nothing's ever been done like that before, you know, with the graphics on screen and, and just little things like that. Uh, when, when we were filming it, I mean, obviously the scripts by Tom Bidwell, we, we, we knew they were brilliant scripts, but we didn't have any idea mm. like, the response we were going to get. I mean, it, it truly has been awesome. Like, you can't really ask for much better than... Yeah, I mean, just people loving it, and that's what you want from a show. You want people to engage with the characters and, and understand what, where you're coming from with it. As well, it's been all sorts of people watching it, which is amazing, you know, from young girls to, 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 to a guy on the tube who was like 50-odd. Became, <laughs> I, can I just say it's one of my best? It's one of the best TV programs I've seen in the past ten years. And, and, mm. I, and I literally, I sent the text to Tom Bidwell saying, "Mate, you've got you've got a lot to do in a, in series two because everyone like they hear some of the quotes that people are giving me." People were asking if you were going to get a series two, sort of halfway through series one, weren't they? People were pestering you and Sharon on Twitter yeah. from sort of halfway through, going, "Is there going to be a series two? And of course. People think, as actors, you would know all that already, but of course you didn't for quite some time. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't get told that, and and even if people do love the show, it's you know at the end of the day it's all about ratings and and how well it's doing and and and, and you know that Luke. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. And it, it, as much as you know, maybe everyone loved the show, it it could have you know it flopped and no one watched it, mm. and given it a chance. Um, but we were we were lucky that you know the audience really took to it, and not just you know the UK audience. I mean, all around the world, from 
mm. Turkey, Poland, Russia, Italy, Spain. That's but, incredible, you know, really. It, I mean, it, it's it's really, really like it's it's amazing that the love for the show is, is you know. Incredible. Do you feel like it's changed things for you, as far as your career is concerned? <laughs> I mean, obviously... Is it sort of too early to tell at this point? Yeah, it's, it is too early to tell. But, I, you know, I, it's nice because casting directors who who are, like, I don't normally... Who I wouldn't have thought watched the show are actually saying mm. how amazing it is and, um, and and how brilliant it is. And and just just people that, you know, that you least expect come, coming up to you saying, like, wow, it's, it's so cool, I wish I could have been a part of it. And it's like, oh, you know what mm. I mean? Amazing, like... I, I don't know, really. It's, it's, it's... Well, let me be the first to ask, here and now, as we approach Easter, for all those people who want to know, are you getting the Series 3? Let's not get it out of the way. I was the first to ask. No, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm pretty sure if, if the second series does as well as the first series, then, I mean, there's no doubt that they should be. Fingers popular, crossed. I mean, it, hopefully this series st- stays true to itself as well, and, and I'm sure it will because it's all the same people are involved. And yeah. um, it's, it's 1997 as well, so you'll be entering the year of the Teletubbies and the death of Princess <laughs> Diana. So it's going to be very up and down, I'd imagine. <laughs> well, my, my next part is playing one of the Teletubbies, actually. But, um... Oh, is it? You've got an air of Tinky Winky about you. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to filming the next eight episodes. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I, I can't wait for it. And just to see all the cast and the crew again, I mean, it's going to be wicked. And where will uh, Nico fans see you next? Um, they will see me next on, uh, well, this Sunday in, obviously, the big sort of BBC drama, The Village. Um, of course. But that, and that'll be on for six episodes every Sunday. Um, after that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going abroad to film a, a little little sort of independent film in Italy for a few weeks um, and then when I get back we'll see I mean I I'm, I'm think I'm pretty much starting Mad Fat Diary straight after I get back so it's you know it's, it's, wow. been, it's been hectic but that's, that's the way we like it One final question before I let you go what do you hope people take from the village they're going to watch it on Sunday what do you hope that they'll take from it learn from it think about it uh, I'll tell you what it's a good question that Luke um... <laughs> They all, they've all been good, let's be honest. They've all been good. But yeah. <laughs> Alright, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, what what I would like them to take from it is is a sense of, like, I mean, uh, without going on too much, Peter has tried to write a series from as far back as, as, our, as, as this sort of, you know, um, this generation can remember, like... Um, so that so the oldest guy in Britain at the moment can remember 1914 rather than you know nobody are being around to remember that that time. So I mean, I, I just want people to sort of understand and 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 actually know what it was like um, back in back in them them times and and to see how how that's developed our lives today and 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 how it shapes us and. And and you know the people we are because that that is literally where we stem from. Like all these families from villages back back then. I mean, it, it will make you sad. It'll make you cry. It'll mm. make you happy. It'll you know bring you joy. It, it, it should do a lot of things to you, but at the end of the day, it, it should touch you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not that my opinion matters. Everyone's listening to Nico, but if if you feel like you know what a period drama is, 
the village isn't. Yeah. So please, please watch it. Sunday night, 9 o'clock on BBC One. And if you want to see it even crisper, BBC One HD as well. Yeah, if you want to see the shimmer on the lake and the nerves in his the nerves in his eyes, uh, BBC One HD. Thank you very much, Nico. Oh, thank you very much, Luke. I'll speak to you soon. Watch The Village this Sunday at 9pm on BBC One and get all the latest TV news, interviews and reviews from thecustardtv.com. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.